Fine. My name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, well Why Not? All right. We're back. Another week, another dollar. Right? <laughs> no, no <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, Not no money even a happening. penny. Marissa, how have you been? What's up with you? Anything new? Anything exciting you'd like to tell the Well, Why Not audience? No, nothing new on my end, but you went to something fun this weekend. Yes, I did. I uh, Have we talked about David Bowie? Have we even talked about David Bowie in the month of January? I don't think so. I don't think we have. That's on you, Kaya. Okay, well, anyway, I love David Bowie so much so that I have a David Bowie tattoo. It's true. I was there for Uh it. I saw it. It was very exciting. So January in the David Bowie sphere is a big month because it's his birth month and his death month. And so um, in Portland, Oregon... There is the Days of Bowie, which are like events every weekend throughout Mm -hmm. the month of January. And so I went to a jazz Bowie show. So cool. It was real cool. They did all that. They were like so jazzy. So jazzy. Yeah, I was essentially in La La Land, the movie. They jazzed it. They, They were jazzing it up. There was a jazz singer there who like... Didn't know any of the lyrics really to, <laughs> and it wasn't. It was funny because they were they did re you know jazz reinterpretations of some like deep tracks. Yeah, like so deep that like I have a tattoo of Bowie and I had never heard of this song before. Hmm. It's like some deep shit. Wow. But then they were like, but we're gonna sing under pressure, and you would think that <laughs> like. I'm not saying that, like, everybody has the song Under Pressure memorized, but you would think, like, as a singer, you might know the lyrics of Under Pressure. It might, you know, could have happened. focused on the deep cuts. They didn't even consider that they didn't know the actual lyrics to Um, the popular songs. So, uh, but by the way, though, oh, my God. Her voice was so amazing, though. Like, I don't even care what words she was saying. It was so pretty. It was like Adele mixed with, she sounded a lot like Adele. That's about it. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. And then after was a burlesque show so cool that was pretty dope so got to see lots of tassels, Ooh, tassels. on bits Ooh. and it was fun so, tassly bits tassly bits so and it was at the jack london review jack london review yeah which is weird because i've never been to the jack london review and if you google like things to do in portland yeah it's like always one of the top it's like the top bar one of the top bars to hit one of the top whatever's to hit but so. it is a bar underneath another bar it's in the basement of the rialto which is like a very classic dive bar with like a thousand tvs and, and like a thousand pool, pool tables a thousand pool tables it's like the main place to get hustled for sure and <laughs> um but yeah and then in the basement is this like really bougie mm-hmm. ass jazz club mm-hmm. it's but, like so nice but the drinks are still cheap the drinks yes the drinks are cheap except for all the bougie ones i got but they were oh. like full of like all the alcohol yeah they were like it's it comes with alcohol mixed with some alcohol <laughs> mixed with some alcohol and it tastes like 1947 so i was like i was in a it was a dream come true so we definitely have to go you have to go have you been yeah i've been why don't we go i don't know why we don't we don't go downtown downtown fun fun what okay. are we talking about today <laughs> you know what we're talking about today for real though we're talking about youtube youtube yep youtube and our favorite youtube shows channels channels that's right because they're not they could have multiple shows within those channels this is true you're right so yeah our favorite youtube channels and i think we each picked our top five because we actually tried recording this episode once before it's over an hour long we talked so long about youtube and And it didn't get to all of it still it was it was bad so to condense our our narratives (laughs) down we decided to stick to five talk about the five but um would you like some just random YouTube stuff? Yeah, shoot. Go for it. Okay, so originally YouTube was created by a few guys from PayPal. 
Okay. Originally worked at PayPal. So, hey, PayPal. They've been around a lot longer than I thought. You missed you missed out. So, yeah, these uh, guys were trying to see Janet Jackson's boob, <laughs> which had slipped out during a very famous Super Bowl halftime show involving Justin Timberlake. Okay. The costume malfunction. The costume malfunction heard around the world. <laughs> I was I saw that. Did you in, see in it? In real time, yeah. I didn't see it. Oh, uh, yeah, I was young, and I remember it wasn't a big Super Bowl that my parents cared about, so my mom actually fell asleep on the couch when we were watching it, and then she woke up to us going, what was that? It was a boob. It was a boob. It was Janet Jackson's boob. I thought it was on purpose. A lot. I mean, a lot of people think it, it's on purpose. Like, that's a, that's like a, still know. currently? Oh, yeah, they think oh. it was a publicity stunt. Oh, mm. I wouldn't assume that. I thought the action it, it, at that time was on purpose, because they... Both looked like conventionally shocked, <laughs> but after hearing her talk about it later and the unfortunate incident of her having to apologize, which is nonsense. Yes, it is. Um, then it didn't seem like it was on purpose, but yeah. they're both, they both had such, I guess, honest looks of shock that I thought it was fake. <laughs> it was so honest that it became fake. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know I don't have an opinion on Boobgate, whether or not it was... <laughs> A, you know, a publicity stunt or not. But at the end of the day, the boob was there. It was there. It was out. And these guys at PayPal, they were really upset because when they tried to search for Janet Jackson's boob, they could not find video of her boob because like me, they did not watch the Super Bowl. And so um, <laughs> one of them thought like, hey, there should be an easier way to search for video content on the internet. Mm-hmm. And YouTube was bored. It is amazing what a boob will make people do. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot for boobs, you yeah. know. And it's just it's something you got to do as humans, you know, go for the boob. And so, <laughs> um, so that's, yeah. That's going on your head still. It's going on. I'm just <laughs> thinking about boob. boobs. I'm just like thinking about them, dreaming about. Okay. Um, they started YouTube, their first video. Uh, I believe it was called Me at the Zoo, um, was just some footage of one of the creators of YouTube at the San Diego Zoo. Very exciting stuff. Um, I find it ironic that you probably couldn't actually post Janet Jackson's boob video because it would be against their terms and service. Only currently. Currently. But anyway, uh, YouTube is actually the second uh, largest database or search database in the entire internet. So mm-hmm. it goes Google, YouTube, and YouTube is actually um, has more people using it and searching through it than Bing, Yahoo, and Ask combined. I miss Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just Ask. Now it's just Ask. I totally used Ask Jeeves. I did too. Yeah. I was so into that, that butler. butler guy. Yeah. Felt I so it. helpful. Yeah. I used Alta Vista. Did you ever use <laughs> No. Yeah. I used Alta Vista. That was my first search engine. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I used Yahoo. And, uh, I was forced to use Yahoo in mm-hmm. school. MSN. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Classic. You know, my husband, Michael, he uses Bing. We don't need to talk about it's that. It's horrible. I hate it. He goes like this. He goes on his phone, or I ask him, like, oh, can you search blah, blah, blah? And he, like, goes on his phone. He's like, I can't find anything. And then I'm like, are you using Bing? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I pull out my phone, automatically set to Google. What does it do? Immediately find what I need. It's a it's a pretty big joke, I think, in a lot of movies when they're looking for things and it's Bing that they're searching in. They would never use Bing. That's because, well, I mean, like, it's a lot of horror movies and then you don't find the right information because you're using Bing. You know... <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> oh my god. 
So if we're ever in a situation, Michael cannot be the one who searches for any information. Absolutely not. We're like, where are the safe locations? And he's like, I can't find it. Yeah. So over 2 billion users, which is one third of all traffic on the Internet. Mm-hmm. uses YouTube. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I looked up this data. So as of right now, over 500 hours of content is loaded every minute. Wow. So it has increased over time. Yes. So for every one minute, five over 500 hours is being uploaded onto YouTube. So why do I ever feel bored? <laughs> There's so much to do. And that's what we're going to get into. So we're going to do our top five, each of us, there's going to be a top 10 total of our favorite YouTube channels as of now. I'm sure the moment we start talking, I'm going to I'm going to remember some other ones or after I edit this podcast, I'm going to be like, fuck, I already suspect we're going to need a part two. I think that I think there'll be future YouTube discussions because it's uh, definitely a platform I use the most. I'm on it alone all the time. I put it on when I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. I watch one video every morning when I wake up and I'm getting ready for the day. I I do listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube. I put it on in the car and then I get worried that a cop's going to pull me over and be like, what are you doing watching a video? And I'm like, no, 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 it's a podcast. <laughs> do you ha- wait, do you have it like up so you can see it while you drive? Well, I have it turned so it's away from me. OK, but I can't I don't I don't pay for it. So I can't turn off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been considering just for that that singular option. Yeah, I think about getting it. Do you have do you have Bluetooth in your car? Mm hmm. Well, you can just like set set your phone on like your your seat, your passenger seat, or something like that. I don't want it to slide away and then end up in that nook that I can't reach mm, ever again. The nook, and also that. sometimes I'm using GPS at the same time. Oh my gosh, so you're multitasking. Uh, don't I text apologize. and drive. I never text and drive. Don't and I yell at everyone that does. Don't YouTube and drive. But if you're just playing, it's it, just a just podcast. Wa- you're just you're not watching. I don't watch it. You're listening. I'm listening. Okay. Okay. Cool. Just want to clear that up so nobody tries to murder you. No. Never text and drive. Good. Stop it. Never. Stop YouTube checking and drive. your Instagram. Stop checking your Facebook. She's Put it away. Angry everybody. Okay. So, um, but before we get into our favorite. Uh, YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. You want to take a little breaky break? Yes, I think that sounds good. Let's hear uh, some more from the other generous, amazing, fantastic people on So Below Media. I'm going to need you all to roll plus charm to do the ad. That's a five. I got a ten. Eight. All right, Travis. Buddy can manage to get out the name of the show, but not much else. Monster Pod! Sadie, Jimmy's gonna be able to get out the premise, but you didn't roll high enough for any spoilers. Monster Pod is a real play Monster of the Week podcast where four government-employed idiots try to save the world. Sarah, Thomason rolled high enough to finish the ad. Releases every other Friday here on So Below Media. So we're back. Why don't you get us started? What is your first... They're in no particular order. Yeah, I think I'm gonna... Well, actually, are they in a particular order for you? I think mine are accidentally by, which I don't know if like you looked at this information on your people's, but mine are accidentally in order of kind of subscribers. Like how many subscribers? Not not how mine are at all. So I'm sorry about this. But the first person, and and I do want to preface, I, I came up with a top five. I'm, I already regret it because I'm sure there's tons of people I'm very upset that I'm not going to mention. So this is a top five as of 5.58, Monday, January 20th. Okay. So uh, the first person I'm going to talk about is Brad Hall. 
Have you ever heard of Brad Hall? <laughs> no. Okay, so I went with Brad Hall because I kind of knew that probably Marissa has never, ever, ever heard of Brad Hall. So uh, YouTube is quite famous for having a huge sneaker or sneakerhead or hype beast community, meaning people that are into streetwear, into sneaker culture, all that stuff. Yes. So there's a whole subsection um, and subculture of YouTube of nothing but sneaker reviews, okay? This person, Brad Hall, that's not his real name. He made this channel, which is a satirical sneakerhead channel where he <laughs> reviews sneakers. Nice. Um, he edits all of his videos really well. They're all shot very professionally. He knows a lot about sneakers. It's very, very <laughs> obvious because he says things that like only sneakerheads, which I am. I'm a, a baby sneakerhead myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to play. Uh, this is his channel trailer. So this is Brad Hall. He has 397,000 subscribers. So... My name is Brad Hall. Welcome to my channel trailer. I pulled up my YouTube homepage and I'd love to walk you through it. I've got a photo of me in the upper left oh corner goodness. looking very dapper and handsome. Very dapper. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, That's great. He's every dad in every 90s sitcom. Yeah, he's wearing like um, button-up shirts that are freshly ironed. He has khakis. His shirt is tucked in. He's got a belt. He's got glasses. So uh, he's a sneakerhead. That's like making fun of his own thing. If yes. he knows that much about shoes, that's not just a coincidence. Yeah, totally. No, and and the and the sneakerhead community is quite split. Yeah, by him. So I mean, he's oh. had he has he's had articles written about him and and people like deep diving, figuring out, finding out that his his first name is Brad. I forgot his last name, but mm-hmm. it's not Hall. And he's he's um, a writer in L.A., a comedian in L.A. And so this oh. is just like a bit that he is doing. But he definitely does know about sneakers i mean if he's actually getting those shoes a lot of times you can't just like rent those for a video well and he also like he gets them ahead of schedule like he get he gets them before even like their so yeah he is a sneaker he's straight up a sneakerhead yeah okay so give me uh your your first of your top five well i wrote mine a little differently than yours because um i had a little killing me with that paper marissa so crackly. I know. I usually have my book, and that's way less crackly. I'll just put it all the way down there. Mm-hmm. So I like a lot of animal channels. I mm. uh, wanted to give a shout out to the beautiful little angel that recently went over the Rainbow Bridge, little bub, mm. who passed away in December. But mm-hmm. she helped a lot of animals. Uh, the big cat uh, tiger rescue in... Uh, Florida and a few others. I definitely love animal videos and animals of all kind, especially when they're helpful. But my number one is called, it's technically two channels, but it's (laughs) it's called Catman Chris. And then his cat's channel is Cole and Marmalade. And they do a lot of like, um, here's how to build a shelter so that you can rescue some outside cats during the cold just out of like tupperware and stuff and he does uh, he used to work at the florida big cat sanctuary so he does a lot of videos with them and he does a lot of like spay and new to your cat videos or help start stray programs and he does rescues of like he did a big rescue of like 500 cats and kittens from a hoarder house whoa um but he also does what I personally love is make sure that black cats aren't seen as evil because mm. they're not. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of stigma behind black cats, and it was just really nice to see this guy. I mean, you could probably assume that the one named Cole might be black. <laughs> and he is. Aww. And he's cute. 
But uh, yeah, and then his other cat, Marmalade, is HIV positive. Mm. HVC positive? I don't remember what it's called for cats. But he's like, you can still adopt a cat with this problem. You just have to be a little, you know, cautious of what you feed them, take care of them. But they're just as fine as any other cat. They still do cat stuff. They're cats. Yeah. (laughs) So I really like his positivity and his, like... Willingness to just be like, yes, you can be a big tough guy and like cats. <laughs> you should always be trying to help the the little guy who just doesn't get any attention. Mm. So I really like Catman Chris. Your turn. My turn. You know what? My next favorite person, his name is Olin Rogers. He started back in early YouTube days. So like, you know, 08, 09-ish times. Wow. Granddaddy times of YouTube. And um, and he started just making sketch shows in Tennessee with his friends. Um, and he still does these types of shows with his friends. Um, but um, most recently, he's kind of been able to break out of YouTube. And so he has the show Final Space, mm-hmm. which is entering its second season. He has another show that's currently been greenlit. And so he actually made the proper transition to Hollywood. So he actually lives in LA now. But uh, he became really famous for this video called uh, Ghost in the Stalls, uh, which he would just do what I think is probably one of the most popular things that came out of YouTube, which is just like telling stories to a camera in your bedroom. Storytelling. Storytelling. So, but this is just a guy with, you know, a not that so nice of a camera telling stories in his bedroom. And, uh, And now he like works with like Conan O'Brien and like develops cartoon shows that like star David Tennant and shit like it's pretty intense it goes to show like this is how this kid broke through and actually made some waves you just need the right person to see it right person to see it yeah so okay Marissa who's who's your next what's your number four well the next one I did was the next category I chose was food Mm. you know good old tasty everyone knows tasty and then uh, some people know that Julian Solomita has been making a lot of food content and doing it to him. Who is Julian? So you got to remember, people might not know who any of this stuff is. That's why these are just shout outs. And if they're curious, <laughs> they can go check them out. Okay. But my number one is Binging with Babish. Oh, yes. And I think it's because um, he's a great person. Mm-hmm. He does have a new series he started this past year uh, called Being with Babish, where he kind of goes out and meets his fans, but then he'll do something extravagantly nice for them. So, like, throw charity events for them and their uh, cancer kids mm-hmm. and give his brother a Tesla. And he gave this other um, really nice guy also who... Um, is doing like a one-for-one in Minecraft of Disney World for Mm. kids to go and play safely on the internet. So we got him the pass to go to Disney World all he wants so that he can do, you know, research and stuff. Yeah. But uh, his food content is what I am there for always. Gotcha. And he does recreations of, like, show food. So if it's in a movie or in a show, then he'll remake it and it either tastes terrible. Like (laughs) Friends, Rachel did that um, poorly constructed dessert that went south the the thanksgiving dessert where she put in yeah the 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 trifle got stuck together the trifle yeah Yeah, the trifle Mm -hmm. so he remakes that and then he makes a better version of it sometimes if he can think of how to do one 
but a lot of his videos are just like his cooking area, his hands, his waist, and his nice black chef apron. Yeah, like you never, um, it wasn't until recently that you actually knew what this person looked like. I mean, you could see him in some of his older videos when he yeah. was, because he started doing this just in his apartment for fun. And he's self-taught. He like didn't go to school to become a chef or anything. And that's bonkers. Because he, he has uh, grown immensely in his culinary adventures since when he first started. I do like a lot of the shows that he picks, too. Like, I'm not ever in the dark. Because <laughs> he does do quite a few from regular show. But it was an animated show that a lot of people just didn't watch. But if you did watch, there's a lot of food in it. There's a lot of food challenges in it. There's a sandwich that makes you the greatest fighter ever. You know, like, <laughs> it's a weird show. And I, yeah, I can't so, say I recommend so I'm, it So I'm kind of scrolling through the channel. And yeah. so there's all, there's a ton of stuff. There's like a whole volume dedicated to just stuff you saw in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I saw some Bob's Burger stuff. Adventure Time. Fried Green Tomatoes. Kronk's. Oh my God. Kronk's Spinach Puffs. Oh yeah. I want to make them so bad. From the Emperor's New Groove. And he is pretty funny. His editing's really good. And um, the quality also like is extreme. really nice. Especially nowadays because he's very, very, very popular. Now that he has the money to do what he actually wanted. Yeah. So he has. He has nice. nearly, at this time, he has nearly 6 million subscribers, which is a pretty pretty nice chunk of change mm-hmm. out there. So Binging with Babish. Well, my, let's see. So now we're in our top, top thra. Oh, my gosh. Thwa. So I'm actually going to, I'm switching my order up. Uh, so the next, I'm going to bring up a food channel. Okay. Because you brought up a food channel. Yeah, sounds good. Segways. Vroom. Ta-da. <laughs> do segways vroom. Mine do. Do they? I think they go like, like I guess that's not like kind of a vibrator. But anyway, there you go. Um, so uh, my uh, number three is uh, Bon Appetit. Ooh, fancy. I love Bon Appetit. Also, Bon Appetit has actually collaborated with Binging with Babish in the past. So, and that's a great thing about YouTube is like. Freaking, you'll, you'll be watching content from mm-hmm. one person, and boom, then they'll be in the content of a different person. Isn't it Josh? This is named Josh. Who's Brad? Like, Brad. It's Alive with Brad. It's Alive with Brad. Yeah. I think they did a thingy together. They do multiple thingies, mm-hmm. and uh, he keeps calling him Babs. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Babby. I just realized I have two Brads, technically. Oh. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, but So, Bon Appetit, uh, which... Uh, is it, it does have the backing of Bon Appetit, which if you don't know what that is, is a very large uh, culinary magazine. Um, you know, it's been around for quite some time. And the story goes that, yeah, they had a small YouTube channel um, that was corporate based. They were producing content. It wasn't crazy popular. And then they had a video producer who made this very silly YouTube video, um, which was the Brad Alive, the start of the Brad Alive series. Um, and it was Brad Makes Kombucha. And if you have never seen the content before, I highly recommend searching some of these videos because Brad has a very particular way of talking. The videos are edited in a certain style that's very for YouTube. Bon Appetit, actually, they made the first episode. Bon Appetit refused to release it. And then finally, the video producer convinced uh, the company to release it. 
they released it six months after they made it and it immediately went viral and now they're one of the most popular uh, channels in all of YouTube. Oh yeah. Um, and they have like a show on Apple TV and like all this stuff. But they've created what people consider the culinary MCU, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is they are, you know, Bon Appetit is a YouTube channel. They have multiple shows on that channel. So they have mm-hmm. Brad Alive mm-hmm. where Brad makes food that is usually like raw in some way fermented. or fermented. Yeah. And then they have Gourmet Makes, which stars Claire and she makes you know, gourmet recreations of all of our horrible junk foods like Kit Kats and Almond Joys and to be fair, ruffles and the, like a lot of the desserts she does, she doesn't cut down too much on the sugar. She doesn't. Well, but gourmet doesn't mean it's not bad for you. She just makes it fancy. It's so just fancy. It's fancy. But anyway, but all of them cross pollinate in each other's videos, which makes it the Marvel Cinematic Universe of YouTube. Yes. Because like sometimes Brad will be in Claire video. Claire will be in a Brad video. Andy will be in this, like all these people, and there's so many of them, and they're all so lovely and wonderful and talented. And they are all in the same kitchen. Yeah, so they're in it the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Yeah, there you go, Marissa. What's your what's your number What's your number three? Okay, so another category that I uh, watch a lot of are, of course, uh, movie reviews and things like uh, Channel Awesome with film critic Doug, because he has a real name. <laughs> Uh, film theory and game theory, you can throw them together because they're both made by the same person, uh, Pat. And then my number one for film reviews are these two guys called the Super Carlin Brothers. Ah. And they're adorable because they're brothers and I like siblings. <laughs> <laughs> I like my siblings, so that's why I that's like it. There you go. Um, they have a really nice review style because it's them in a really uh, pop-cultured background living room style. And it's them sitting in front. Um, they each start by saying, hey, brother. So it's almost like they're making the videos for each other and we mm. just happen to see them. And they do a lot of Marvel reviews, a lot of Disney reviews, a lot of Harry Potter reviews. So that's how I even know anything about Harry Potter is because of them. They're just, they're really cute and awesome. They've been going at this for a while now they both are like married one of them has a baby they started a coffee company because coffee is their number one thing um Mm, it's my number one in fact one of the quote is uh you know why this is my favorite coffee mug it's the one with coffee in it. Ah, ah. Yeah. What, what's their name again? Super Carlin Brothers. I do want to try their coffee, though. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking about ordering a thing online. Order some bit. coffee. Coffee reviews. <laughs> um, okay, so my next one... Uh, Sophia Nygaard. Sophia Nygaard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Congratulations on your wedding. You yeah, know you'll never just, hear this. <laughs> she just got married. In November. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, she is, if you've never seen a Sophia Nygaard video, then obviously you've never been on YouTube because I don't know what sort of magic this person does, but her videos are always trending, always multiple millions of views, like immediately. Um, But Sophia Nygaard, she originally started at BuzzFeed, which Mm is, you know, BuzzFeed is even, you know, big network it's a big network and she ran or she was one of the people that was a video producer on their youtube channel because buzzfeed has a pretty popular youtube channel on its own Mm -hmm. Um, and she kind of became famous through that and eventually left buzzfeed created her own channel where she was able to even make 
extremely more awesome content. Mm-hmm. She became pretty viral with, with videos like, you know, buying every lipstick in Sephora and melting it and making, uh, you know, Franken lipstick. And um, she's also like traveled to parts of Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, she does all sorts of like lifestyle videos, fashion videos, just like fun, weird. She bought weird shit and does weird stuff with it. I like her um, decades videos where she does fashion decades and history. Mm-hmm. She did have a whole history of lipstick one that I obsess over. That's probably one of my favorite videos on the internet is the lipstick history. It's her being so her. I was I was talking to you about this over the weekend. There are some people out there in this new generation that's that does internet. Like there's a whole thing that didn't ever exist before the internet and now we get to be people on there. It's like mm-hmm. a whole second person and a lot of people decided I'm going to be a character. Yeah. And then I'm going to get my 10 minutes of fame and then I have to be this character for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because no one's going to understand when I am being serious. But Sophia is so genuinely herself and you get that feeling. So she feels more like a friend recommending things and telling you cuz yeah. she's she is honest. She does tell you very specifically whether or not a video is sponsored. Before mm-hmm. that was like a you have to do it sort of thing. Yeah. And I just, she's great. And uh, she likes bats and I like bats. <laughs> yeah. So, she, yeah, I mean, she's just extremely authentic. And I think that comes across in her videos, which is like, yeah, that's a big thing across the entire platform. So highly, highly recommend Sophia Nygaard. And even if you just go on YouTube for like a couple of weeks, like, you will watch one of her videos. I oh, just yeah. assume that's how it works. So, um, but yeah, what, who you got? Who's your number two? Uh, I um, picked a category I don't think you watch any of. Mm. Animation. Yep. These are YouTube animators, usually, you know, telling a story mm. and then they have cartoons. They're not always um, moving, but cartoons don't need to move to be <laughs> good. So I have like, let me explain studios, very talented person. It's Alex Clark does uh, vlog tunes, which are really cool, where he puts animation in his vlogs that he does. Um, How It Should Have Ended, very popular, picked up by stars for a hot minute. I've never had anyone understand my soul so much as Superhero (laughs) Cafe. (laughs) I'm Batman. But my number one is uh, the cute youngster Jamie from The Odd Ones Out. He is a, a lot younger than us, unfortunately. <laughs> I guess. I'll, How young is he? I mean, he's like 21 now, 22. Oh, gosh. Okay, Marissa, I thought you were going to say like eight oh, no, or no. something. That would be insulting to animation. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um, he like does prodigy. Cute, cute little uh, bubble guys. And he started out by making comic strips on, on Tumblr. Somewhere. Somewhere. The internet. Somewhere on the internet. And um, he started making those and it got pretty popular. So then he decided to make a YouTube channel. He really blew up when he made his uh, Subway videos. (laughs) He worked at Subway. But um, I find him to be very talented. I like that he is also bad at spelling like me. So he just makes up words instead. That's why Subway started. Um but also, like, now it's so that he doesn't get sued. <laughs> um, but I I like his storytelling, his energy, and if you want to see him, he's a cute, cute little guy. Aww. It just is pretty unfortunate. He only does, like, one video a month. I mean, yeah, it's animation, so... I know that it, I know that it takes longer. He does have a team that helps him, so you'd think... <laughs> 
hey, you know what? He's probably just I, like chilling at the pool, you know, living the dream, you know? He does have a very cute little dog that he just got, too. There you go. That's a that's a lot of work. It, it's, it's like a child. True. You got to take care of that. It's puppy. true. You got to teach it. Mm-hmm. It's not the smartest light bulb. Oh, boy. Uh, yep. That's so, great. So, yeah, the odd one's out. Check it out. Check it out, y'all. Well, my, my number one. Yeah. Marissa, you probably already know what I'm going to say. I do. Because you watch them, don't you? Mm, maybe you don't know. Well, I feel like you do. It's Good Mythical Morning. Oh, of yeah. course it's Good Mythical Morning. Um, it's Good Mythical Morning. We have not said their names yet, Rhett and Link. Um, this is the this is the weird thing. So Good Mythical Morning, if you don't know what that is, it's uh, these two guys. They've been best friends since first grade, Aww. Rhett and Link. They originally were kind of like a, a two-person comedy band. So they did yeah. comedy music and they did music videos. They had their own website. Yeah. So they very famously, the story goes that they had their own website where they would post their own videos and somebody ripped one of their videos off their website, put it on YouTube, and it immediately went viral. And so they were like, oh, I guess we should be posting our videos on YouTube (laughs) and they shouldn't be stolen. But then uh, to kind of just be able to talk to their audience, they started another channel called Good Mythical Morning, which is now their primary channel. And they post a video every day, Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. usually about 15 minutes long. It's just these two guys and it's usually like some sort of game some sort of stunt literally what all of like late night tv does with their celebrities now so their their format has been copied quite a bit by mainstream media oh yeah they're they're great their chemistry is so good you can feel it um you do forget that they're not related sometimes because i definitely go oh they're brothers and then i'm like wait no they're not (laughs) they're not brothers they just pick on each other the same way they've They've just they been might as that long. well be. I mean, they uh, they're very different in very specific ways, and it's just it's it's a relationship that I've just grown. I mean, I've been watching them. I didn't watch them since the beginning. I probably started watching them around 2015. Yeah, and uh, and there's people that have been watching them since like 2008. You know, since Good Morning Chia Lincoln. Yep, there you go. And so, uh, but you know, like I have both their books you know mm-hmm. like i saw them live when they came to portland they're they're constantly changing so now they have mythical entertainment which is a multi-million dollar company that they run they have you know like over 60 employees i think or something like that they absorbed another channel to smosh help them. yeah they own smosh now after problems yes so um <laughs> which like i feel like even if you don't know youtube you've probably at least heard of smosh before oh yeah um but yeah it's it's kind of crazy they now they're vlogging you know yeah. so it's like yeah maybe the things that they're doing could help grow youtube in a way that maybe shows that um advertising shouldn't be like it is for tv because it's not tv it's DiGiorno. <laughs> it's DiGiorno. <laughs> sorry <laughs> and it's so so that part uh, is always going to frustrate me when it's like oh well why isn't this more like tv because it's not and yeah. you gotta change and it's yeah. good to change and i think Rhett and link do help with that but yeah so i i love good mythical morning i watch it every day mm-hmm. um good mythical more Rhett and link all of it now they got mythical kitchen so they they're getting on the food game too that was my number one good mythical morning what is your number one so my number one thing to watch on youtube like if you were to catch me at any given moment this is what i'm watching i know exactly what this is gonna be it's it's scary content on youtube oh i didn't know what it was gonna be i love the weird and the scary (laughs) (laughs) and i'm a little surprised that you don't watch that stuff on youtube it's because 
I get real, real scared easy. And even though I love horror content, I generally gravitate towards like monster and vampire content. But a lot of the stuff that's on YouTube is like jump scare. And it's like, it scares me. It's like, oh. That's not what I watch. Well, what do you watch? Maybe I'll watch it too. So here are my shout outs. Uh, you know, good old fashioned top 15. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> That's you. That's the name of his channel. Oh, okay. And uh, he has one of the weirdest narrating voices ever. Gotcha. You think you hate it and then you end up watching 12 of these and it sounds normal. I am no highly need. It's not empathetic. It's empathetic, not whereas one. I can't handle it. Okay, it's not your number one. Not my number one. What's your number and one? And neither is Mr. Creepypasta. Oh, cute. Uh, but he, he does really good narration uh, to mm-hmm. things offline. And then um, Mr. Nightmare, he also does narrations of story, normally like three true scary stories of blah, 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 like in a grocery store at a school. And no one knows who he is in real life. So that's even more bah, terrifying. Bah, bah. Like, no one knows his name. It's probably like. Will Arnett. No, I'm kidding. I've never seen his face. But my number one and number two. Um, <laughs> my number one, the only reason that I also want to add in another is because they don't make content anymore right now. Mm. It's called Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Oh. It is a puppet show oh. like Sesame Street. It's very nice. It's very well done. And they're teaching you a lesson. And then that lesson goes south very quickly okay I'm, I'm pulling up the youtube channel okay i'm already fully in love with this i just their production value looks amazing oh it's it's way good they just really wanted to make something with puppets and this is what happened this is some like this is they got a studio and shit like this stuff is good i don't know very much about them but they've always been into uh, media, mm-hmm. and then they just had the idea, oh, let's make something with puppets. Well, they did. They sure did. Oh, man. I want to show that to my kids someday when they're really young. It gets worse. And impressionable. Um, but then I want to do another huge uh, number one is uh, Crypt TV. Oh. Because they are still currently making content. What's Crypt TV? I'm like, oh, Crypt TV is a uh, channel that has several different stories, and they are also trying to do a multiverse thing because each story mm. has a monster, and the monsters pop up in other things. And their content... Whoa, sorry. Say that again. Their content is too amazing to just be free. I don't know how they gifted us with this because it is honest horror movie quality done in the best possible way, just free on YouTube to watch. So if you like scary things, you need to go find Crypt TV. I'm almost positive though, because one of the videos was going pretty viral on Facebook about the look-see. Oh, the look-see? So this is, did they do that? They made no. the look-see. They also have a pretty fun uh, story about a girl born into a cult family, and now it's her turn to kill. Uh, It's really scary looking, everybody. It's, uh, yeah, it's like a cross between Slender Man and a giant smiley face. I mean, I'm just going through the channel. This shit looks dope, though. It is real high-end horror. And I can't believe it's free. It's still going on. The Look-See just had their second season, I think. Yeah, it's surprisingly too good. Why is it so good and free? And I can just watch this whenever I want. I bet I bet if you did some research, they got some, they got some deep pockets somewhere. I really hope so, because I want this forever. 
Damn, that's cool that it's like a series. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Well, great. Hey, we yeah, talked about YouTube. We sure did. I think we did a much better job than the rambling conversation that we had last time. True. I think this was condensed and people will actually know what the fuck is happening. I do have way more topics that I didn't even talk about. Because <laughs> I also watch a lot of uh, music creators, more movie theories, mm. DIY, nail polishes, food reviews, different I'm than I'm surprised you didn't bring up nail polish stuff. I mean, I just like watching paint dry. I don't know what's wrong with that. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, yeah, I have a bunch of stuff I could still talk about because I also started using YouTube for fitness. Nice. So, like, yeah, I mean, YouTube, what a resource. I know. If you want to get something done. hundred hours per minute. Most of it's garbage, but some of it is great. Useful, too. You can Absolutely. look up how to put your windshield wipers on. I did that. Yeah. Did you know that I did that? No, I did that. I would what assume you? you did, too. Oh, my <laughs> yes. God. Because that's what YouTube's also great for. You can mm-hmm. pretty much learn anything you want. The number two search engine it, in the whole world. So, uh, yeah, I guess comment. Let us know some of the YouTube channels that you watch because there is so much fucking content out there. Oh, yeah. People love their YouTube creators. So please share what channels that you like. Yeah, we'll um, look into them. I would like I would like some suggestions. I always need stuff on my watch list, you know? Oh, yeah. So, um, And yeah. thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. 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 For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.